A new nationwide phone survey done over two weeks last month that was released yesterday suggests Canadians are becoming divided. Just over 1,000 people responded to a poll conducted by the Canadian Hub for Applied and Social Research at the University of Saskatchewan and found 75% said they believe society has become more polarized. When asked about what divides Canadians the most, topping the list was the COVID-19 pandemic and the recent federal election. 40% said they reduced contact with family and friends over an argument about pandemic uh, or the pandemic or politics. Uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota is an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. Joins us now to talk about this. I appreciate your time today. Hi, good morning, Devin. Are the findings of this study surprising to you? We've had, uh, excuse me, we've had studies like this in the United States, but not really in Canada. Well, they're not surprising to me because these are very stressful times. And when people are under stress, their behavior changes in interesting ways. We become what I, what I call regressed, which is uh, more uh, in our sort of primitive state, the, the hindbrain, uh, which is the more primitive brain, takes over as opposed to the forebrain, which is the more logical brain. And so we are acting out of fear, we are acting out of uh, nervousness, and our, our actions, uh, you know, make us do things that uh, we wouldn't necessarily ordinarily do. There are two takeaways from this, I guess. I mean, there's the one, the fact that we are becoming um, increasingly more polarized, which is not good, but also the impact of that polarizing, which polarization, which is, I guess, cutting off maybe contact with uh, family and friends. Yes. So when we become frightened and we regress, we become very rigid and intolerant and we stop listening. So we are it's harder for us to engage in meaningful conversations with people with whom we disagree. You know, there's lots of times where we will disagree with each other, but we will agree to disagree and we will be able to get along. But the more frightened, more fearful we become, the more rigid we become and the less open we become to other points of view. And, uh, and that's why we end up having these uh, divisions within friendships and families. It's interesting sometimes uh, how we kind of get into these positions because I think generally people want to get along with others and maybe to do that sometimes we'll talk about hot button topics like politics or like the pandemic and in the end that almost ends up driving us uh, further apart as opposed to trying to bring people together. Yes, we really do want to get along but it's, you know, when we are full of fear we find it less easy to tolerate differing points of view and uh, because we, we cling to our belief system because that's what we feel is going to protect us and uh, keep us safe. And so when another person has a differing point of view, even if they're a sibling or a parent or a, a partner, we become very anxious because we feel unsafe because their point of view, let's say they're saying they want to get vaccinated and we're saying we don't want to get vaccinated and we really believe that it's safe to be unvaccinated and they really believe it's safe to be vaccinated, then of course we're both having these very differing senses of what keeps us safe and it's very hard in our, in our fear and our rigidity to contemplate the other person's point of view and we would rather separate from them than feel that discomfort, that sense of, of less safety. I was reading about this, I know you've uh, written about this in the past, but uh, what is othering? 
Well, othering is when we see another person or another group of people as so different from us that we really cannot empathize with them, we cannot have compassion for them, we cannot relate to them. And of course, that creates divisions and even hostility. So how do we overcome this? Right. Well, this is the the key. I think we have to stop and listen, and we have to try to have an open mind and be more flexible and recognize that what we believe is keeping us safe is not necessarily keeping us safe, and to consider the possibility that other points of view are valid and that other ways of looking at things might actually be more correct than our own. Really consider the possibility that we might not be 100% correct in the way we're looking at things and really give the other person the benefit of the doubt. Give them a chance to express their point of view. And once we've heard them out, we can disagree with them, but we don't have to necessarily uh, feel like they are the other. And we can understand that we don't have to cling rigidly to our belief systems in order to be safe, and we don't have to be um, stuck in one way of looking at things in order to be safe. Sometimes the most safe way of being is to have a very broad idea of what's going on, and then we have more available to us, more resources available to us, and more possibilities. So I think listening and being open-minded and being more empathetic and, of course, not othering you know, other people or other groups, that's the way we can get through this and be less polarized. It makes sense, but it, it's. I think it, it can be difficult for people to maybe accept that and maybe open their mind to something different than what they have really come to believe. I mean, we see that all the time. Sometimes people wonder why someone might vote for a candidate a second time. It's because you don't want to believe you might have been wrong or you took a misstep along the way. It's difficult to to be that honest with yourself. For sure. It takes, you know, what I call ruthless compassion. We have to be a little bit ruthless with our own self and recognize that we are capable of making a mistake. And then the compassion part is not beating ourselves up for it. So if we are able to be ruthlessly compassionate and see the truth about our choices, that sometimes could be wrong, but but not give ourselves a hard time, that's when we're able to change. Because, you know, change is very difficult when we're not kind to ourselves when we face our mistakes. So we can face whatever mistakes of point of view or or choices we've made with compassion, and then we can make those changes. And also, we should not demonize people for having different points of view. We can strongly disagree with them, but that doesn't mean we have to demonize them or disrespect them. And I think a lot of politicians, especially, and a lot of pundits, you know, a lot of people on social media are, are encouraging us to demonize and disrespect those who have differing points of view. And we need to recognize that there's a big difference between disagreeing and disrespecting others. And we can disagree strongly with people without seeing them as the bad guy. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, as always, Marcy, I certainly appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Devin. Have a good day. That's uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. Always appreciate her perspective on things.